The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. Hey, boys and ghouls, welcome to the Spin Doctrines podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. I'm your host, Travis the Cryptkeeper Reyes. (laughs) That's my Cryptkeeper laugh. Go, Kenny. Oh, I'm I'm Kenny. (laughs) What's your spooky name? What's your... Kenny, the boneyard <laughs> bandit van. I'm a werewolf, Salazar. What's up? Not much. What's going on with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yours. I was not impressed by your name. If you cannot tell, <laughs> I was... <laughs> wasn't a fan of that. Kenny just said, I'm Kenny. It's like, But then I gave him a good one. He's the Boneyard Bandit. He's like, <laughs> I've heard of FEMA, but have you heard of this femur? <laughs> this is, that's him. You want FEMA relief? How about some FEMA relief? And they're like, well, get away from me. And he's like, I'm a bat too. And he turns into a bat and he flies away. <laughs> You, you're just like, I'm a werewolf, Salazar. That's my name. It fits. It works. I think you should workshop it for our next Halloween-themed episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, not not quite sure why. That's why what makes our Halloween podcast theme. specials. We just have random Halloween episodes throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which um, mark? So uh, we got lots to talk about today. Uh, Yodel Boy <laughs> dropped a new album. It's a banger. We've listened to it before the pod. <laughs> Everyone was into it. Um, it let's sort of talking about Joe Biden's uh, press conference thing. So I don't know what do you have on that because I refuse to watch it. You could <laughs> you could pay me to watch that stinking thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no I. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like a two-minute clip. I don't have time for that. State um, of the but... Union, more like State of the P Union, because it stinks. <laughs> it's bad, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, this was his first press conference. Yeah. Um, the only reason I knew what happened is because, like, I saw so Biden did it trending on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, did he like say the N word?" Or something, and it was just a bunch of libs going like, "So Joe Biden uh, didn't do a Trump thing." 
he's the greatest president of all time. It's like, that's... You're saying the bar really low for this guy who, like, can't yeah, walk up I mean, stairs. I mean, the headline reads, like, uh, Biden was at an open mic. Because um, the headline says, President Biden responds to some state GOP voting law initiatives with, this makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Who has a Jim Eagle? Um, <laughs> who is that? Is that a person? Uh, Jim Eagle is, that, is, is Jim I Eagle that Muppet? The... No, that's Sam the Eagle. The Muppet that's like the the Eagle Muppet. His name's Sam the Eagle. Who the fuck's I... Jimmy Jimmy Eagle? Who's Jimmy Eagle? <laughs> Jimmy Eagle is the Republican controlled state legislatures, I guess. Google, who Good is job. Jim Eagle? <laughs> I googled it. I got Eddie the Eagle, that movie. You guys remember that movie? No. What, no. Oh, is that the movie with Hugh Jackman where he teaches that guy how to... It's like white um, cool runnings? Yeah. No thanks. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> so I just googled Jim Eagle meaning and all that comes up is this fucking Biden thing. Like it's real. I mean, he said it today in his first press conference, Travis. J.M. Eagle is an American corporation and manufacturer of plastic pipe. Maybe he's talking about that. It's 22 uh, North American plants. The company manufactures uh, polyvinyl chloride, PVC piping. You think that's what he was referencing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, uh, apparently he was just referencing, you know, a, a bunch of different, like, Republican-controlled state legislatures were, uh, you know, introducing a lot of bills that would restrict uh, voting rights um, after, you know, there had been some expansions made uh, here and there, you know, um, like Texas, I think in uh, Harris County had, you know, drive through voting, um, stuff like that. Uh, and I know that Texas, like, had some, like, anti-voting rights legislation come through their state legislatures as well. Um, they also uh, didn't ask Joe Biden about uh, COVID once. They didn't ask about COVID <laughs> at all. I mean, why would you? Not important anymore, Kenny. That is not happening anymore. Look, we have a president that can riff now. We have a president that can riff about Jim Eagle now. <laughs> I don't know. Trump was the riff god. This this needs work. Yeah, this is a bad like, riff. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even anything. You were just stumped on it, though. You can't even find out what Jim Eagle is. You can't even like, find out what that means. Is it like a corn pop thing? Is Jim Eagle like a... Another like weird minority. He was like a beat to death with a bike chain, like Ghost Rider. Is that another <laughs> one of his like weird uh, friends from the thirties? See, like this is a bad bit, but you know what? It is a good bit. Um, that Republican senator who suggested that voting on Sunday would offend God. That... Oh yeah, Cindy C Hyde Smith. I don't know who that yeah. lady is, but I like she... that's a thing that she said. <laughs> yeah it's uh you know 
Uh, it was, I think, on some hearings, some Senate hearings for uh, HR one, and Sunday voting. That that's a no go. Um, I was thinking about how like wild these people's like idea of God is, where it's just like he's this <laughs> dude who's just furious at everything anyone does all the time, to the point that he causes like COVID and like nine eleven and shit. Like he's just mad. Constantly that people are fucking and playing PlayStation on Sundays. And so he just like murders. That's like their idea of God. The God they think is cool and like good. It's like really weird and fucked up. Look, people shouldn't be voting, you know, when they should be praying. That's point blank. Well, We're in my Christian house, nation, Sunday and- is for the boys. Not just, anymore. Damn. Me and the boys just get together and vote. We just do voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> we just drink a couple of uh, shock top Belgian white ales and stuff the ballot boxes in our local communities. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do on Sundays. So you're telling me I can't do that? Because I forgot her nope. name. Cindy... Cindy Clyde Drexler told me I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't do my hobby anymore. I mean, yeah. Talk about government, government over, 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 overpowering me. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word, and then the more I tried to think of the word I was trying to say, it didn't come out. Oh man, am I Joe Biden now? I did, I did ah. look it up too. That lady was uh, Cindy Hyde Smith. She was sworn in to office on Sunday. A Quran? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, God was really happy that Cindy Hyde Smith was sworn in on a Sunday because she was going to do what she did today, which was defend. God's right to have to know what your fucking political party is based on your voting. That's a good thing. It's good. Lots of people don't notice, but God's super into QAnon. He's pilled to the gills, that God guy. He fucking... He's <laughs> read all the Q drops. <sighs> Q is his prophet, so... Yep, that's who... We pray to God, God prays to Q, Q prays to no one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have some good news. Uh, California got rid of a uh, cash bail for defendants who can't afford it. You want to go into that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so I did not know this, but apparently. Um, California had a referendum that they voted on, um, and it didn't pass, but the referendum was basically ending cash bail. Um, but now the California Supreme Court just ruled, you know, in that direction. Um, so basically, you know, they will make a determination, um, if someone, you know, wouldn't be able to afford bail, um, they, and they're, you know, it's not, you know, complete abolition. But it um, helps. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. not nothing. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, it gives their you know court system, I guess, an idea of how to go about you know dealing with you know uh, people that are in poverty um, a little more humanely. Because um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of examples all over the country of people in you know jail serving you know jail times just based on the fact that they can't afford uh, to get out. Right. Which is crazy. Um. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to the opposite coast. New York. More like <laughs> Blazit City, USA. Uh, Blazit State, USA. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, so you, you can blaze weed in fucking Buffalo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so basically, uh, New York is another is legalizing uh, recreational weed. Um, so for Tony Blazit, thank you Cuomo. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> you are good now. <laughs> Officially good. Yeah. Interestingly enough, that moved up on his like agenda as far as things to get done. Uh, obviously, you know. Cuomo isn't uh, the only person involved in this situation because, you know, I think, you know, unprompted, he probably wouldn't do move on this at all. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, basically legalize it for adults 21 and up. um, And it is going to take a year to fully implement. So it's not like, you know, a magic wand situation where. um, And it says something like you could cultivate six plants at home. No, that's uh, going to be cool. These of tiny ass apartments, just people growing. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Like, just everyone has their own little hydro operation <laughs> in their like studio apartment in Bedstein. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I guess Joe Biden hates uh, the Big Apple now, huh? The Big Apple, which you uh, hollow out and fill with weed and smoke it. With your friends in your backyard. Because you're 17, you can't legally buy a pipe yet. That's the city's new nickname. (laughs) The Big Apple that you turn into a pipe to smoke weed you bought from your brother's friend with. (laughs) That's the name of the city now. Yeah. It's more inclusive. Uh, Now all they need to do is, you know release everyone that's you know in serving time for you know marijuana charges right um but they'll find ways not to do that yeah i mean who knows where uh you know if when that would happen um but you know incentivize like communities that have been disproportionately affected by these arrests and like help them in terms of like loans to start small businesses in that sector since that's going to be a I don't know. I'm just talking about asking. No, I mean, so that would be, you know, helpful. I think Bernie had some sort of policy that sort of was like, we will give loans to, you know, black and brown, you know, individuals that want to start their own like weed shop. It's it's just a weird thing that I noticed here in like Portland and Seattle is that legal weed is like, a huge uh, gentrification. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're putting it into the market. 
the legal market or whatever. I know John Boehner was an investor in weed somewhere. John Boehner, the guy who voices Bob's Burgers? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. John Boehner from Bob's Burgers. H. John Boehner. Uh, yeah, uh, so, and, and it did say, the article that I read from the New York Times uh, did say that it would establish essentially a $4.2 billion industry um, and that millions of dollars in sales tax revenue would be reinvested in minority communities each year. So, you know, I don't know what that looks like, but I mean, that's obviously better than, you know, maybe, arresting uh, a bunch of people. Maybe now friggin' Spider-Man will stop uh, beating up those teenagers selling dope on the streets. Yeah. Flinging it up against a wall, giving up a concussion with his web <laughs> powers. Maybe now he'll fucking take a chill pill. Yeah. Spider-Man is weird because he is like a petty crimes like cop. Yeah, he's a fucking narc, dude. He's, yeah, he's, a, it's... he's a dork. Yeah. All superheroes but the Punisher are bad. The Punisher's cool. <laughs> like not the yeah. like symbol of the Punisher, but the actual Punisher like kills cops and bankers and stuff. Which <laughs> is very funny that cops were like, We're this guy now. <laughs> Anyway, really um, everything. speaking of Bernie, um, he got into it with friend of the pod, uh, Elon Musk, man. He got into a fight, not a fight, but like, oh shit, fisticuffs? Yeah, he beat up Elon Musk. Nice. Elon Musk is probably <laughs> used to beat up, he's a fucking dork, I bet I could beat the shit out of Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, I, I would put money on you over him. Yeah, so Elon Musk uh, was tweeting about how he's fucking, uh, what was it, like, getting, like, goods ready for, like, space travel. He's like, I'm hoarding, uh, I forgot, I don't remember the tweet. I'm not going to go to this timeline, but it was, it was something where he's like, I'm preparing for civilization to move into space and then bernie's like you should use your money to like you know help people on earth and like stop uh contributing to uh climate change by just exploding rockets in uh in towns (laughs) like a monster and then uh you know the uh tesla tots or whatever those fucking fans are they uh they started screaming at uh, our boy Bernard, calling him an idiot and an old man, <laughs> and saying he'll never do what Elon does and all this weird shit. Yeah, a lot of people yelling at Bernie this week. Yeah, um, it's gonna be real cool for like these people that are like super hard for Elon Musk when he builds his like Mars city. They're gonna be like, fuck yeah, I got a ticket to go to Mars. I'm just gonna no be a slave. Shit, no more shitty job for me. I'm not gonna be cleaning up puke anymore. And then they get to Mars and they're just like, clean up puke for less money <laughs> <laughs> on a shittier planet. Yeah, he'll have like a Tesla fucking like, factory there. You don't fucking understand. He is envisioning like income inequality. 
and wealth disparity on another planet. Yeah, that's what he. That's his vision. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be him, Joe Rogan, and Dave Chappelle (laughs) just doing comedy at like some weird like barbecue restaurant they built on Mars, while everyone else is like slaves. That's the that's the tribunal. Every day, if you commit a crime on Mars, you have to go before those three. Yeah, you have to go three between those three, and the whole time that they just like complain about trans people, and you're like, "Am I innocent or guilty?" And they're like, "Oh shit, we got distracted, and it's been three hours because that's how long all of our conversations last, and there's no jokes in them either." <laughs> you know, if that's the tribunal, which which of the three would you prefer? Um, you know, to take a a, a you know, the main role uh, in your trial. Probably Chappelle because I, like, have, I had or, like, I do still, like, respect him for, like, some of the stuff he's done. I'm like, at least I know you've, like, done good stuff. With Rogan, it's like, you can just, you get confused by everything. I don't want you deciding my fate. (laughs) Like, everything confuses you and scares you. I don't want you judging me. And then Elon Musk is like, you're, you had an yeah. avatar of the Deus Ex Machina game from fucking 2001 as your avatar on Twitter. <laughs> like last year. You don't, I'm, you're a dork. I don't want you fucking. I mean, I would actually, out of those three, would probably prefer Joe Rogan because he gets confused by things. And I'd just be like, nah, dude, like I'm, I'm here not because I started an uprising in the Mars colony. See, I am here because I just want to smoke weed with Joe Rogan. Also, you could probably spook him. Like, you could probably talk about, like, a conspiracy theory or something. He'd get, he'd get scared. He'd poop his pants. He'd be a scared. Austin. He'd... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Tim Dillon and Joe Rogan moved to Austin to start, or they moved to Mars to start a comedy club. Uh, that's going to be cool, though. I mean, it, Kenny, you're right. It is, like, pretty... It is, like, insane that there's all these people who, like, work at Wendy's that worship Elon Musk. They're like, look, dickhead, Bernie Sanders, you idiot. He's going to make our life better. We're all going to go to Mars. He's like, they're going to put you, like, in the rockets they know are going to explode as, like, tests. (laughs) They're going to be like, you want to be the first person to fly to Mars? The 17-year-old, like, Reddit Reddit (laughs) moderator. And be like, yeah, sure. And then that guy, yeah. Just to be like, we need more funding for our rockets. So, like, explode, like, three dozen meme lords just to get, like, another trillion dollars from the government. They don't care about you. But they're like, Elon's going to, Mars is going to be tight. It's going to be like a Skrillex music video. (laughs) It's going to be like the movie Spring Breakers. (laughs) And we're all going to be James Franco. I don't know what the end game is with that is either. Because I know there's like the uh, overpopulation or whatever, like limited resources argument that they use, but like, I don't know if they've seen Mars. It uh, seems like it has way more limited resources than Earth. This is true. If anything, Mars is going to be like a penal colony. Uh, Yeah. I feel like it's, I think it's going to be a feudal state. Honestly, yeah, it's 
<laughs> I don't see it as being a if 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 Elon Musk is in charge, like there's no way it's gonna be you know fully automated you know space communism or whatever. It's oh no, there's gonna be like a whole surf class and and. <laughs> gonna be awful it's gonna be the worst place you've ever lived they're not gonna take real yeah. money it's all gonna be like dogecoin and like rare pepes that's gonna be like the, all the currency on mars <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i can't wait though i can't wait for that to happen to all of us it is like that show like when people are like elon's very smart he's like a very smart guy it's like he thinks he's gonna go to mars in his lifetime like, he thinks that's like an attainable thing. Don't look me in the face and be like, Elon's fucking really smart. It's like, he thinks this He thinks this thing of five-year-old things. He's like, I'm going to go to Mars and be the king of Mars. It's like, that's your goal in life. The richest man on Earth. He's he a, needs uh, to find another emerald mine. Yeah, he needs to just find one. <laughs> He's self-made, <laughs> so he's just like, hey, I just happened to find this emerald mine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a second time. Um, yeah. So, uh, you guys gonna get the new uh, Fallujah video game? <laughs> Six days what in Fallujah. The, they're making a video game. <laughs> so before we started, I watched like an IGN thing, and they uh, they're making this game called Six Days in Fallujah, which is about you know the beginning of the war and. Fallujah, and in the video, they interviewed this, like, sunken-eyed, like, Marine, and he was like, yeah, I fought there, uh, when we started, we had 14 Marines, and by the end of, uh, my first week, we had, uh, only three, and then, like, check out how realistic the combat is in the Fallujah game, we got this guy to make sure it's super realistic, <laughs> and it was like, ah, that's really crazy. So they made this game about, like, Fallujah, and uh, people are rightfully like, this is fucked up and propaganda and bad, because uh, we did is war this... crimes in Fallujah. We did a bunch of them. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, is this, like, is this Call of Duty, or? No, it's just, like, a different, what is... it's, like, a f more fucked up Call of Duty, because Call of Duty is, like, made up. I mean, Call of Duty... <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty had like Reagan on there. Yeah, but they also just like day, right? yeah, but they're also like we have like laser guns in this like Cold War game, and they just like make up shit. This is like we're making a realistic game about like the brave soldiers that like murder children in Fallujah, <laughs> and people were yeah, people are like that's like it's like really fucked up considering we and we absolutely killed kids. <laughs> This is, Fallujah's where they, like, said, like, murder anyone who's, like, of military age, right? Or shoot anyone who's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean... But yeah, but people are, like, upset about it. And so the producer came out and was like, look, we're not making the game political. It's not, like, a political game. And it's like, fucking make Mario, bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> Mario's extremely political, though. When you really think about it, is he? It's it's these Italian, you know, plumbers who rise up and like take down kingdoms and shit. It's a working class game. 
Um, yeah, so that Felucia guy, <laughs> make Mario. <laughs> if you want to make a... Yeah, make Mario, but make it about him being in Fallujah. They could be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he could just like, he steps on a landmine. That'd be cool, though. I'd play that. Mamma mia. He could just like, shout with an AR-15. <laughs> but, oh, no. <laughs> just Luigi going like, I'm a seven in my country. As he's like shooting like a 12-year-old in the face for showing him like, Orange or something. I thought it. I thought it was a Canada. Mamma mia. That's the. Uh, that's the Mario Felicia <laughs> game. Uh, I don't know if that makes it any better. To be honest, would it make it better if Wario was in it? Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah, I bring in the the Waz. The Waz are fucking <laughs> crazy. They'd be like Blackwater. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're the fucking... Like, Mario and Luigi are they're the contract, U.S. Yeah. military. Mario and Luigi are just like Marines, and then Waluigi and Wario are private contractors. Yeah. You have to unlock them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to beat the game... We made a better game. You have to beat the game doing regular war crimes, and you get to do... The extra heinous war crimes. When you unlock it, that's the boss level. But it is like a, I don't know. It's like a very weird thing to be like we're making this game about Fallujah, but also we're like not making it political. It's like all war games are like inherently political. All like war is. Like you yeah. said, the fucking Call of Duty game had Ronald Reagan in it, <laughs> and a lot of people were like, "This is this stupid game," but also you have to admit that like. It's a political thing and it has Ronald Reagan in it. Like in the new some Tom Clancy game, people got upset because in the trailer, like the villain was like Antifa or something. Like it was very clearly like Antifa. Yeah, there's no propaganda being pumped into our video games. That would that would never happen here. That sounds like China. You're playing China video games? <laughs> well, Here's, like, another thing they said to try to make it better. They're, like, there is, like, a level where you play, like, a guy who's, like, you you play, like, a guy who's trying to escape the uh, the war in Fallujah. You play, like, a citizen of one of the villages the military is, like, conquering. And you have to escape. And it's, like, a stealth level. It's, like, that's not better. I don't want to play that. That sounds like a not fun video game for me to play. I don't want to play, like, Assassin's Creed where you're trying to escape, like, the government destroying my town. I don't want to play that video game. I don't think anyone wants to, honestly. Yeah, that is... The people that that... would be into a Fallujah video game aren't going to be into a level where you're playing like a 12-year-old boy trying to, like, get out of his village that just got nuked. They're going to be like, this is gay and communism. And then people like us that like don't want to play that at all, especially don't want to play that level. It's like, I don't know, you should just not make that game and instead make um, NBA 2K. All video games should be NBA 2K. <laughs> no controversy in that game. 
No, not at all. <laughs> yes. Except uh, Charles Barkley is not in it. That's like the only controversy. Yeah, but people understand that. He, like, he did it because they wouldn't let him give his money to the players' union, which is weird and yeah, doesn't make sense. Comrade Barkley. Nah. Watch. Right, I mean, as soon as he releases, he's going to say some like weird, fucked up shit about how police are cool on, inside the NBA. Oh, well, I mean, one of his good friends is a cop. But oh, Sheriff Jack Shaquille? A sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, Sheriff Shaquille O'Neal. Imagine both getting arrested by Shaq. Game. What? <laughs> They're both in that Belusia game. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> and Charles Barkley. <laughs> They're unlockable characters. If we ever start a Twitch, I want to play that fucking G-Unit game where uh, 50 Cent's doing like... I guess uh, the, the plot of the game is he's doing like a concert for like some prince. And then Al Qaeda, and they they pay they they pay fifty cent and this like emerald encrusted like diamond, and it gets stolen by Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda, and so G Unit has to like travel the Middle East and like kill Al Qaeda to get this like fucking skull back. And it's a real game, and it bankrupted the studio what? that made it. <laughs> yeah, they what the fuck are you talking? It's about? a real game. You can look it up. It's called Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand. It's real. Hold on. I'm gonna fucking look it up. It's real and That fucking rules. Fifty cents. It bankrupt it bankrupted the The company the that made company. it, yeah. The company that made it went out of business. Okay, Blood in the Sand. Fifty Cent, Blood in the Sand is a third person shooter video game developed by Swordfish Studios. Uh Here's the plot. The game is set in an urban war zone in an unnamed Middle Eastern country. 50 Cent's unit have been hired to play a rap concert. After the concert, the promoter, Anwar, is unable to pay them $10 million in cash. So he gives... Uh, so they threaten him. <laughs> Wait, the guy... Okay. <laughs> so they, this guy like promises G-Unit and they don't ask for any of the money up front. Um, and they threaten him. And... So instead of giving the cash, he gives them a diamond and encrusted, a diamond and pearl encrusted human skull. All right. So, uh, this is this is immediately stolen by a paramilitary group red, led by a terrorist. Uh, Fifty Cent, with the help of uh, G Unit, decide to get it back at any cost and soon. And they find out there is a uh, much bigger threat than these terrorists that stole the uh, <laughs> stole the diamond. So, uh, and so the game is yeah. That did it get released? Yeah, it got released. I had it when I was a kid. <laughs> oh shit! It's it's like an old game. Yeah, it came out. When did it come out? Two, no. Is it like twenty ten or some shit? Two thousand nine. Oh shit! Yeah, the game got good the, reviews. It got like an average. About the time that Fifty Cent was got seven out of ten on Gamespot, four out of five on X Play. IGN <laughs> praised it for its solid gunplay and strong co op. Uh, oh, shit. But the game was honestly, the game was not a commercial success. 
it only sold 56,000 copies. And like I said, it made the studio that made it go out of business. <laughs> but only 56,000 copies and you were one of them. Yeah. Ooh, here's something that's cool. The game has a feature called Shop, activated by placing a call on payphones hidden on each level, where characters can use cash to buy new weapons, upgrade old weapons, learn hand-to-hand combat moves called counter kills, and uh, unlock taunts, such as profanity, bragging, and triple X level. So I don't... What's triple X level? I think it's just like 50 cent... F- fucking. <laughs> I think trip doing this. I think triple X level is those things on like porn websites that are like you won't last ten seconds playing this game. It's gonna make you fucking cum your pants. I think that's a triple X mode is. <laughs> I think this game invented the Pornhub banner. But yeah, that game sounds like way more fun than the Fallujah game. Which is like, do you want to play a realistic game about the fucking war in Iraq? I don't want to play any game about that. Except for this one. Which is tight and cool because it's 50 cent. See, cause I, I remember playing this game and thinking it was about the army. Like 50 cent was in the army. Because I, 50 cent was in like a weird Iraq war movie. It came out around oh, this time, too. Sure. It's like a uh, drama when everyone, he was trying to be a real actor. Everyone at that time was in an Iraq or like a war, everyone Afghanistan flick. Everyone who was trying to be a serious actor was in some weird like 9-11 fucking movie. Yeah, some weird war like propaganda. That was, Those were the days, man. Those movies are weird because they are like propaganda, but... <laughs> Like, weird, just like they're not like America's so great propaganda. Like, every single Iraq war movie is like a bummer because these people are just like broken from war. And then it's like, I guess I have to go back because they're making me and I have no money. That's how, like, all these like late 2000s, early 2010, like Iraq, Afghanistan war on terror movies go. They're all just about like the terrors of war. And then just someone being like defeatedly like, I guess I got to go back, fight more war. I mean, you have to go back because you don't want this genre of film to go away. I mean, we need more of these films. Right. More of them. I think for September, since it's going to be the, what is it, the 20, is this year the 21st, 9-11? It's the 21st 9-11 of our life. (laughs) Is it? Oh fuck it! Yeah, is. yeah. I don't know what year yeah, it is. Twenty. Yeah. So I mean, we we should watch the nine eleven movies on September. We should make a list of the yeah, worst ones. That. I don't want to watch the good nine eleven movies. I want to watch like the Nicolas Cage, World Trade Center movie. There you go. Which got made in like two thousand five, which is wild. They waited like four years. <laughs> they were like, Nick Cage, you're gonna be in the nine eleven movie. Good on him, though. Good get for Nikki, Nikki boy. Did the 9-11 movie turned right around and made two Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amador, you put this in the notes. Uh, 
A detective is divorcing his wife? What is oh, this yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this water, and I just uh, thought it'd be funnier to... Amor's yeah. <laughs> just copy and pasting things from his uh, Nextdoor app onto the podcast now. <laughs> Nah, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking mark. I'm not snitching on people just walking around and shit. I've never had the next door app. Um, no, you had the next door app, but you just like do weird ones where you're like have binoculars and you go like, the detective next door is divorcing his wife, and you're like, <laughs> you're like Shia LaBeouf yeah, in on, that. I'm so- on the divorce watch. <laughs> yeah, you're like Shia LaBeouf that, in that, that movie Transformers. That, oh yeah, that that's my beat. I just. <laughs> I, I got the binoculars. I'm looking into other people's homes. I'm like, oh shit, another cop divorcing yeah. his wife. Yeah, they just make up stories about him. On- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I just thought it was uh, kind of a, you know, another one of those crazy, just right wing stories that you hear. And you're just like, this is fucking weird. Um, but basically, this FBI detective. Uh, divorced his wife after you know it was revealed that she was at the U.S. Capitol riot, and she was at the U.S. Capitol riot with another guy, uh, I think who was a cop. So, um, yeah, that is a cool thing. I I love like all this fallout from that that riot. Would like been, just what would have been crazy if it was Melania. <laughs> like the guy was like, "Oh shit." She's been seeing Trump behind my back. (laughs) Yeah. This guy sounds like a bad detective if he uh, took him this long to find out his wife was fucking the the Q shaman. Yeah. Apparently, initially, she claimed, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, clearly, like, Aside from being caught, you know, rioting at the nation's capital, she was, you know, having an affair. And she was like, I never stepped foot in the capital. And there's like, you know, <laughs> video footage of her at the capital, like in the building. So uh, I have so many questions. Uh, where do they live? The capital. I. <laughs> no, I think they're like from. Uh, was she like i'm leaving the state like she's going i'm going yeah. out for a second and she left the state <laughs> i gotta go uh get cigarettes yeah cigarettes <laughs> see and then she oh uh so it was in uh they're from pennsylvania hmm. all right so not not crazy yeah it's not a crazy drive for you know his wife I gotta and, you go. know, she's probably like, you know, if it's a different state, like, it doesn't count. Maybe she's one of those people. Yeah. That's true. If you cross <laughs> state lines before you come, then it doesn't count as cheating. She's probably one of those people who's like, honey, it's in the Constitution. You that's why the Constitution. That's why when I cheat on my wife of 27 years, I always do it on that weird four points place. And when I'm about to come, oh, I just, yeah. like, move over to another state. And I can be like, oh, I didn't technically cheat on you when I was in a Utah. <laughs> and they're like, ah, you got me on a technicality. 
That's my whole thing. That's my thing that I do for fun. I like that your your wife of 27 years is a real, like, stickler for the rules. Like, she respects it. She's Judge Judy. Yeah, she's Judge Judy, so she's kind of really into following the law, if you know what I mean. (laughs) 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 Wait, it's a law? I didn't know it's a law. It's a law in the the bro code. Yeah. It's in the bro code. Yeah, it's you know, and it's covered by, uh, oh shit, what's the, Geneva the, Convention? the Section 8 of the Constitution? Yeah, the Wedding Crasher Clause. The Wedding Crasher's Clause. The, the interstate, you know, cheating clause. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, yeah, you go to a different state, it's fair game. It, the Constitution allows it. Yeah. yeah, that's what the Founding Fathers were like. Bro, we need to do something. <laughs> Our wives keep like catching us fucking, and then they're like, "Good luck. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> let's add this in there, and also let's like write a movie, and let's I, call it Euro Trip." How did it come out that she was like with another guy at the rally? They like caught them on camera, <laughs> like holding hands or something, like making out, mean... fucking like. <laughs> they were dressed like Phil and Lowe from the Rugrats, and they were like those who look <laughs> clearly together. Like, no, I wasn't with him. He's wearing the Will costume. I mean, <laughs> if you click on the article, Kenny, it like this lady is embracing a guy, and they took a selfie together. Um, oh, selfies! That's how they all got caught. I forgot that they were doing that. <laughs> Yeah, and posting yeah, it on Facebook, been... which they're all banned from. But uh, fear not. Look at me. I'm cheating on my husband at the riot at the Capitol. Look, <laughs> here's the thing. They're all banned from Facebook. But here's the good news, buddy. Fucking Mike Lindell, Mike Pillow, as he's known in the biz, is starting his own social media website. Uh, what do you guys think it's called? Something cool, probably, right? Like Pillow Talk? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's good. Nope. <laughs> it's called Frank. That's the name of his social media platform. Frank? Yep, Frank. Wait, you just gave it a first name? <laughs> it's, named after the gra- it's named after the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> it's, a, it's a social media site, but you can only post Frank Burrow content. <laughs> Are you on Frank? <laughs> like, just fucking add me. Add me as a friend on your Frank account. Like, this oh, is a real man. website you can get on. Uh, soon. I don't know if it launched yet, but we're making a profile for the pod on Mike Lindell's Facebook called Frank. Go to Frank dot com. <laughs> Is that what it is? Frank.com? I think so. No, it's not. Sound up I just tried it. It's not. Nah. <laughs> Try, type it's in Mike Lindell. It could be gov. It could Frank be. What if you got Mike a web? <laughs> Frank.edu? <laughs> Frank Mike Lindell. Let's see if. <laughs> when you type in Frank Mike, uh, 
<laughs> the first thing that comes up is Frank Mike at the situation. Frank Mike, American Pickers. Frank Mike, New Orleans. Frank Mike Jr. And then the oh no, yeah, it's such a good title for a website. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be super easy to find. It says the page is live, but it seems like no oh, one. Oh, here it is. It's called frankspeech.com. Frankspeech.com. Oh, I found it, I think. Okay, here's the page. Let me show you, fellas. Oh, it's like, you know, let me be frank with you. Right. It's you know, a, like, yeah, no, it's a shitty pun, but it's also like... Just the guy's name. And this is, right now, this is the website, which I can't tell you, fellas. <laughs> looks like a looks like Ooh. a local theater production. Like, it's just white text, or it's a white background with a silhouette of a man and a woman. And in the word Frank in just, like, <laughs> red text at the top. It looks like the playbill for, like, yeah. dinner theater production of a <laughs> play about... <laughs> fucking guy named Frank. Uh, I love this. They have like a whole preamble and shit. They're they're on their fucking. Amro, you want to read this? I'm tired of reading. Yeah. No, that, I'm gonna read this. This is this fucking rules. Okay, so uh, this is how it starts. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Wait, time out. Platform. What mother of invention? That's Frank Zappa's band. So necessity is Frank Zappa. Uh, what? Sure. Oh, I, I, whoa! Know, hold on. Frank Zappa is necessary. Frank. But... It's called Frank. The opening thing is necessity is the mother of invention. This is a Frank Zappa app. Frank Appa. Oh no! It's the name of it. Frank Appa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks? What's crazy about that is that like. If Frank Zappa was alive today, he might be on this website. Yeah, he was kind of like a he, not cool guy. He wasn't that. He was tight. very yeah. He was very into uh, free speech and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, so here's the write up: Necessity is the mother of invention. The free speech platform Frank is just that. Political correctness has caused many people to be shamed, marginalized. And characterized for speaking forth truth. In part, the very definition of Frank is to be forthright and sincere in your expression. What could be more American than that? It is from this perspective that this platform was named Frank. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing is that he starts off and he's like, political correctness has caused many people to be shamed. It's not even like, it's just like. Yeah. You ever been embarrassed by like being told you're stupid? Come to this website. Come to my bad Facebook, or my worst Facebook. Yeah, the the world watched as perhaps the most visible and vocal CEO in America, Mike Lindell, became the victim cancel culture when we when he began to express his views on matters that the liberal media and big tech deemed to be politically incorrect free speech is one of the hallmarks of our constitutional republic as enshrined in the bill of rights 
it is no coincidence that nations that have free speech also have a free enterprise system and freedom of religion. Inversely, nations that deny free speech tread upon the free enterprise system and freedom of religion. Americans want to remain free. Americans are craving news and information that is not filtered through the radical worldview of today's liberal media intelligentsia or deep state actors. Frank, the voice of free speech, will be the platform for Americans who want to defend life, liberty, and all the freedoms that have marked America as the longest-running constitutional republic in the history of the world. On this platform, you will find a home where you can post videos, live stream television, <laughs> distribute news. Wait. <laughs> yeah, live stream television? <laughs> You're just going to post the MLB with, like, without its express like, consent? permission? Yeah. Hey, it's me, Mike Lindell. I'm watching MLB game. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's going to be like, you know what, sometimes... You know how people would like go live during like the UFC fights, and it would just be them like recording yeah. their TV. It's just that it's just people like watching Gossip Girl, and then just like recording a whole season of <laughs> Gossip Girl on their iPhone. We should join this site. We absolutely um, are. Wait, well, so this is he counting this as like a like no rules type thing? Um, no rules. I'm sure yeah. if we went on there, it was like Karl Marx would butt fuck Michael Lindell. We'd be banned from if we posted like memes. Kenny, if you like posted like <laughs> your weird drawings of like Michael Lindell with like two pussies where his nipples should be, I'm sure we'd get banned from this <laughs> website. I'm sh I'm a hundred percent. That's what we should do. Let's see how long it takes us to get banned from the website, Frank. Okay. I have a feeling that in five years, when we go to frankspeech.com, this is going to be what we see. The same coming <laughs> soon. I hope so. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a big preamble, and, you know, it sounds like they, uh, they have ideas. Um, you know, I'm... you can live stream baseball, basketball, football, whatever you want. You can distribute uh, you news can... and information. You can do that on this website. You can yeah. find community and fellowship. Um, Frank will be, be so many. It's gonna be so many Nazis on this website. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> be gross. all Nazis and us. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to finish it off, Amador? Oh. I think we lost him. Uh, yeah, I think he's like frozen. Let's talk to Frank. Will be the home for major influencers, macro influencers. What the fuck's a macro influencer? For major and micro. Yeah, this is major and macro influencers to average Americans wanting to share the constitutional right of free speech and freedom of expression. I hope you will join our community and let freedom ring. Uh, yeah, no, so I'm with you. I think this is going to be... Um, 
not like I, I think this is just gonna be like the what I think the domain on frankspeech.com is gonna run out and then someone's gonna put like an important no, I'm on gonna this. buy it. I'm and, gonna buy the domain name and put up those pictures you were talking about of Mike Lindell with pussy nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that that's what we're doing. We're just gonna see how long it takes us to get banned from um Mike Lindell's pussyhands.com or whatever the fuck it's frank.com. <laughs> I hope it comes out soon. Like I hope this isn't I hope I'm wrong. I hope it like actually launches. But Right. Oh, we lost you. We were riffing about uh Frank.com. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. My uh, internet. You got hacked by. You got hacked by the Lindell Mafia. Yeah, right. I think I. I think I already won the competition. I I already got canceled from FrankSpeech.com. So um, I have a clip of Mike Lindell talking about his uh, how his platform is going to work. And yes. uh, boy, is it wild and nonsense! Here we go. So when this launches. Millions are going to come over. And what I'm doing is when the influencers come over, um, they will now have a platform where all the people down here follow them instantly. That If someone joins Frank, it's, it's reverse engineered. They don't have to earn their followers. So someone such as yourself, Eric, you'll have millions right away because they need to see your show. They need to see, hear the word. They, they need to hear uh, free speech. Well, when that happens now, what I'm going to do to my influence, I'm going to say, as soon as you get kicked off of YouTube, you're getting a bonus. Because why? Yeah. Because then you're actually you're speaking possible. out free speech and you're yeah. not worrying about... What? Jesus. It's going to be completely incomprehensible. <laughs> you're going to be flooded with so... If that was if that happened on a scale like Twitter, <laughs> you would sign on and have so much fucking information. This guy rules. This guy's my favorite guy who's ever lived, I think. Also... <laughs> Also, how is it free speech if you're forced to follow, like, Fox <laughs> News schools and shit? Yeah, you have to follow, like, Tucker Carlson on your weird website. And I also like that he's, yeah. like, what? my favorite part is at the end where he's, like, also, if you get kicked off YouTube, I'm going to give you a raise. It's like, you're paying people to, you're paying us to be on Frank that cool. <laughs> this guy rules, man. Like, he made... What seems to be billions of dollars from this pillow? Because he's blown through. <laughs> he's blown. What? Remember when he made that documentary and he's like, I spent $7 million on this documentary. I made it in three days. Like, he's just like, I don't know how he has this much money. But I mean, he sounds like he's on something. Yeah, he's the best. He's awesome. I want to fucking party with this guy. Like he's, yeah, he's got like he's got like that that vibe where it's like eternal like amounts of energy just flowing through him for some reason. Dude, I've talked to a lot of people at like comedy shows like this, where they're just like, "You're really <laughs> funny. We should like go on tour. We should like start a podcast. We should like write a movie." And it's like, fuck. All right, dude. I'm just trying to like get a beer. <laughs> For a and guy then, who invented a pillow, he seems like he doesn't sleep. Like oh, at all. yeah. We're... <laughs> I want to read his, or li like listen to his audiobook. Because from what I've heard, <laughs> his backstory, 
it's like a weird like safety brother like uncut gems story like he's just like him running away from loan sharks and like stealing drugs and jumping out of planes <laughs> he's like this weird like a24 character he's the best i love him can't wait for frank to take off and be a hit can't wait to be forced to follow <laughs> all these people <laughs> Everybody follows everybody. He's on playing ground. <laughs> it's um, it's gonna be good. Like like I was saying, Amador, before you, we lost you. Uh, I agree with Kenny. I don't think this is gonna materialize into anything. One, I doubt sure. he has like the capital to do this, and if he does. Good for him, but he's being grifted by someone. <laughs> um, or or he's trying to implement the grift. If if it launches, right. he. I mean, because remember, like Diamond and Silk have a social media site. I don't think it's making money, but right. Um, well, and that's the thing with this thing. You have like I think in Mike Lindell's mind, he's like Donald Trump's going to come on Frank. And like all these right. like people banned from uh, Twitter are gonna come on Frank, and it's like they don't want to come on Frank. They want Twitter back. They want Twitter and Facebook back. These people are addicted to yeah. like that. They don't want to fucking do go on your weird fake Twitter. And <laughs> Trump will do anything. He'll he'll make his own social media. He's talked about that, he hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, I've heard the starting his own news network. I don't know about social media. It's going to think... be called betterfrank.com. <laughs> <laughs> Trump in talks. Trump, <laughs> Trump in talks with partner to partner with apps to create social media network one day ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> So I think he, he might have just like dead ass stole Mike Lindell's idea. It was like that sounds that sounds tight. I'm gonna do that now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it... the for- former president Trump is reportedly in talks with multiple apps to partner with them in order to create his own social media network. So Act- between Mike Lindell and Trump, like, which one would you join? I'm doing Mike Lindell's. Mm. It seems more fun. (laughs) More like half-assed and barely thought through. Well, Trump has Dan Scavino helping him on his. Who's that? Social media advisor. That's what it says on here. Oh, shit. Mike Lindell is building a server in his basement to host his website. (laughs) Okay, so Jared Kushner convinced Trump not to join Parler or Gab after he was banned from Twitter. Wow. So I mean, I mean, it's it's it, I mean, social media is like interesting. Like, um, I don't know if you saw uh, Amazon News is a uh, is a handle on Twitter, and they they're just posting through, you know. All these L's. <laughs> they, yeah, they're losing their mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool that, you know, 
I don't know. Amazon can just post through like all of this. Um, you know, poster's gonna post. I like um, that. I like that. These, yeah. So let's get into that. So what was the what was the store they were responding to? Was it the Bernie? Bernie said something, or so what's the whole big back backstory? Bernie. Yeah. So basically, Bernie announced that he was going to travel to Bessemer and meet with the Amazon workers that are unionizing there. Um, and this uh, this guy, uh, Dave Clark, I don't know what position he has right now, but uh, he, you know, retweeted the article that announced Bernie Sanders going to Bessemer um, with a tweet thread. And he's like, I welcome Bernie Sanders to Birmingham and appreciate his push for a progressive workplace. I often say we are the Bernie Sanders of employers, but that's not quite right because we actually deliver a progressive workplace. For our constituents, a $15 minimum wage, health care from day one, career progression, and a safe and inclusive work environment. So if you want to hear about $15 an hour in health care, Senator Sanders will be speaking downtown. If you would like to make at least $15 an hour and have good health care, Amazon is hiring. Oh, I know who, who uh, Dave Clark is. I uh, Yeah. Uh, who, who is Dave Clark? He's the CEO of Amazon. Oh, okay. So before that, before he became CEO, he was uh, their logistics chief. Um, and yeah. there's a story going <laughs> around about him that is insane. Um, so in 2013, he was uh, made the global logistics chief of Amazon. Um, and during, and so there was like a press conference and then a meet and greet. And according to a person on the call, uh, Dave Clark described his early career habit of lurking in the shadows of Amazon warehouses and scoping out slackers that he could fire, which earned him the nickname The Sniper. Um, Clark speaks in a monotone. Uh, this is the rest of the article, but it basically, I guess he's like this monotone weird guy who hides in the warehouses and then just fires people for taking breaks. Yeah, and then he. And that's uh, how. Also, yeah. in that article, it says like a bunch of weird shit where he's like. I couldn't tell if this article was like pro him or against them. The one that you sent us, Amador, because it does weird shit. He's like he's like singularly focused on people getting their packages on time, and it's like what a weird thing yeah. to dedicate your life to. It's just like yeah, this company. It, I don't know. It it's that it's like the bullshit like ease of use like convenience. The customer is always right. Like perspective. Anyone that's, you know, worked in the service industry is very well familiar with, you know, uh, like when I worked at restaurants, a shift leader or a shift manager would be like, the customer's always right. Like they say bullshit like that, even, right. even when like, even when they're saying it like tongue in cheek, they still, that's still like, you know, the go-to like motto. Um, and I think that's where that perspective comes from. I don't think it's because, you know, he cares about the customers, but it's like, he cares in the sense that, you know, it means, you know, money that he's making. Right. But it, no, I just mean from like a whole, like, oh, from just like the, the customer, it's written, just, yeah. it just seems like a weird thing to care about at all, let alone be like the thing you're singularly like focused on in your life. 
is fucking Amazon oh, yeah. running smoothly. So you have to be like a pervert to, to be like, this is like all I care about. It's demented. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what's crazy is that, okay, so like this guy, this representative retweeted that tweet thread mm-hmm. that Dave Clark made. Um, and he's like, uh, this is rep Mark Pokan. Pokan? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, paying workers $15 an hour doesn't make you a progressive workplace when you union bust and make workers urinate in water bottles. And then here's where Amazon News comes in and is like, you don't really believe the peeing in bottles thing, do you? If that were true, nobody would work for us. The truth is that we have over a million incredible employees around the world who are proud of what they do and have great wages and health care from day one. Um, so um, which, I work for Amazon or worked for because I don't do it anymore. Right. But uh, I can tell you the pin and bottles thing's real because I have peed in a bottle <laughs> a lot of times when I've had to meet a quota. <laughs> so it's very weird that this thing that so many workers are like, we've done this thing. You're like, you believe that you believe this thing they're telling you they had to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it reads like Amazon news. That handle is really just Dave Clark. Well, like, Amazon news is also like the weird, like website. Like when I was like reading about, Oh, what's his name? Steven, uh, Dozener. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Oh, the uh, Stephen Donzinger or whatever? Yeah, Donzinger. There was, like, a bunch of fucking articles about how shitty he is, and they were all from, like, the Amazon news. And then you go down to, like, the little disclaimer at the bottom of their website, and it's like, oh, this is not, like, associated. This is, like, this is, like, associated with, like, ExxonMobil. Like, it's some weird... Yeah. Uh... So the the intercept there's a there was an intercept article that came out uh, from Ken Klippenstein, um, and the headline reads: "Documents show Amazon is aware that drivers pee in bottles and even defecate en route, despite company denial." Uh, so there's this document that went out uh, at some point, uh, and they were it was a document basically chastising you know Amazon workers, um, and. The quote is insane. It's like, we've noticed an uptick recently of all kinds of unsanitary garbage being left inside bags. Used masks, gloves, bottles of urine. The email continues. By scanning the QR code on the bag, we can easily identify the DA who was in possession of the bag last. So the driver, DA is a driver associate, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, These behaviors are unacceptable and will result in tier one infractions going forward. Please communicate this message to your drivers. I know it may seem I know it may seem obvious or like something you shouldn't need to talk about, but please be explicit when communicating the message that they cannot poop or leave <laughs> bottles of urine inside bags. So that's so I saw an article too, it was from a couple of years ago, but about uh, one of the fulfillment centers in uh, the UK. So not even the drivers, but the yeah. like, people working on the lines and shit were having to like urinate in bottles. Yeah, and it's just like 
Well, the bathroom is at those factories. It's like 10 football fields, those goddamn factories. And you have like a certain amount of time to go. So people are just like, I'm just going to do do shit in my pants. Because I'm not going to be able to make <laughs> yeah. it without getting like an infraction. Which... Yeah, but then Amazon, uh, Amazon News just tweets out like, "Do you really believe that? Yeah, you believe they're peeing in bottles? We at Amazon know that if you leave more than one bottle of pee, you summon the pee pee poo poo monster. We don't want him <laughs> running around in our factory. We're more responsible than that. We pay our workers fifteen dollars an hour plus health care. You think we'd risk all that to summon the pee pee poo poo monster?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's some like weird technicality too like they're not bottles because we don't call them bottles at amazon we call them like call them doo-doo cans <laughs> yeah doo-doo cans. we call them tiny we call them tiny turlets that's what we call them <laughs> oh uh the poopy supposed to go but the tiny turlets <laughs> <laughs> What do you yeah, mean? What I do you mean, mean Sprite bottles? Peeing in Sprite bottles? Oh, that thing? No, that's not. Legally, that's a tiny turtle. So you look like an idiot for thinking that's a Sprite bottle. <laughs> that bottle that says Sprite on it? You're, you're dumb for not knowing what that is. Yeah, I mean, I will be interested to see. So the, the union election in Bessemer... It ends on March 29th, so in about, like, three days from now. Um, and that'll be interesting to see, you know, whether, like, if, if the union does, you know, if, if they do vote to unionize, it'll be interesting to see what Amazon News has to post on Twitter that day. Like, just complete down. Be Shit, nice. fuck! <laughs> With, like, 50 views. <laughs> Hold on. So that Bernie thing. So this fucking weird pervert. What's his name? Dongus McSpice a lot. Uh, is that his name? Sure. I don't know if I can remember his name. Like Mark Davis or some weird. Dave, Dave Mark David Clark. Chapman. Is that his name? Yes. So Mark David Chapman is like tweeting at Bernie and he's like, oh, like you couldn't. You're going to get people $15 minimum wage. But does he think that uh, senators... Does he, he thinks that, does he think that senators have, like, the power to do that in a state? Does he not, like, well, understand that? I think there's that. But also, bad guy to go after for that. Because the only reason Amazon pays $15 minimum wage is it's probably so they can they embarrass them. Well, and they also yeah. do that, too, because, like... That's like a common thing with like Amazon workers, where it's like, yeah, we're not worried about like money because we get paid fifteen dollars an hour and we get healthcare, but we have to work those weird ass like mega shifts where it's like, yeah, eleven p.m. to eleven a.m. We have to work the. And it's like, also, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bernie's uh, twenty twenty like campaign, like his paid staff were unionized. Yeah. He like um, he, he wanted them to be yeah organized. yeah they like and Vermont yeah. has doesn't Vermont have like a Republican mayor that like shot down fifteen dollar minimum wage oh I don't know I think that's that was like what I was reading 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the the thing that's interesting to me, too, like, with this whole, like, weird social media, like, Amazon, like, meltdown, is even, like, it's, I don't know. Like, that representative that retweeted it and was, like, paying workers $15 an hour doesn't make you a progressive workplace. Like, there's no such thing as a progressive workplace that's a weird thing to right so when you like, sent me that i was thinking like the idea these people think like when people think of progressive workplace what these freaks are thinking of is like the weird like google campuses where they have like mandatory like sunrise yoga and you have to stay like you have to stay in like a weird like a lockdown playing Mario Kart with your coworkers all weekend and you're like not allowed to go home. They're like, it's fun here. It's <laughs> progressive. It's like, no, it's not. People don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was a Google, there's Google workers like have been trying to unionize too. So it's like one of those things that, I mean, even if, you know, there are certain, you know, amenities to working for google it doesn't mean that you know uh you're being treated well or that you're being paid enough um i think or that yeah amazon is like if the folks at bessemer alabama do vote to unionize amazon might legit just go fuck it seize it seize all of our (laughs) the means of production (laughs) the workers own amazon now i jeff bezos give it up Fuck you, I'm out. I mean... <laughs> it's a real possibility. <laughs> I don't know if that's realistic, but um, that has me thinking about the fact that Amazon... Like, to me, there's, like, two ways this can go. Like, you either, you know... Um, you either allow it to be nationalized or you allow the government to antitrust the shit out of you and just like break you up because they do a lot of different things and they're a trillion dollar like company. That's not good. Yeah. No, they absolutely should be busted up. Um, I think though, so. as far as this goes, I feel like um, it's going to go a lot like, uh, Walmart stores that had workers do the same thing, and that is, if like people stop paying attention, you'll unionize in Bessemer, Alabama. Time will go by. Uh, Amazon will do like what it did when it was like looking for a headquarters and had like city governments bending over backwards and like showing off their assholes and being like, "Hey, this is this is our city planning for the next ten years, so you'll know where to build everything." So, and then they'll just like. Uh, just quietly kind of start closing down the plants in Alabama and I mean that is a possibility for sure but that's assuming that the PRO Act doesn't pass because if the PRO Act passes then like they can't just fucking do that like they will have to like honor the fact that the workers organized and that they're a union and that they deserve a seat at the table to actually like you know if the PRO Act passes and they unionize in Alabama, Jeff Bezos will kill himself. Do you really <laughs> want, want that on your conscience, yep. Commodore? Jeff Bezos' I mean, blood? I want to, I want to 
Eat the rich, baby. I want to pee in a. I want to pee in a bottle, aka a tiny turlet, and then chuck it <laughs> at Jeff Bezos's head. That's what I want to do. Actually, I want to pay Patrick Mahomes three thousand dollars to hurl a tiny turlet at Jeff Bezos's head. Someone whose like throw could really do. Some- I think if Patrick Mahomes threw a piss bottle at Jeff Bezos, it would, like, explode on the side of his, like, bald head. I think, like, the bottle would, like, burst. Like a water balloon. Probably. You say that, but the reality is he'd probably catch it with his lizard tongue. And just, like, drink the turlet water? Yeah. 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 Jokes on you. All tiny turlets have been sent to me. (laughs) (laughs) Consumption. It's like Iron Man had that weird thing in his chest that powered him. He just takes like bottles of piss and just like unloads <laughs> it directly into his chest. And then his muscles get all big like Popeye when he eats spinach. Uh, yeah. Anything else you guys got? Sorry, I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about Jeff Bezos. Not Jeff Bezos about Elon Musk earlier. Before we got here, have you ever heard that story about his like weird submarine mini sum mini submarine getting like stuck? Was trying to rescue those like that boat that capsized, yeah. and then that and then some like <laughs> diver rescued him, and Elon Musk was like, "It's fine," but that guy's like a pedophile. He just like called this guy a pedophile because this weird like Iron Man ship got stuck in the rocks. <laughs> He's yeah, good. I'm glad that that guy's colonizing Mars, and I'm glad that Jeff Bezos is drinking my piss. I can sleep well at night knowing that we're going to be Mars slaves to the piss boys of the world. The piss boy and the tiny boat man. I love it. It's a good fate. Good. Good. Yeah, it's either that or the alternative, you know, there's like we're we're at like a crossroads we could either you know be a feudal state in mars or um we organize we're able to organize and you know union union membership goes up and um we win a green new deal and then you know things hopefully get better um, what but you're, yeah, I mean, you're this... talking about is sustainable living and like you know, uh, saving the earth or drinking piss with the boys on Mars. I'm going drinking <laughs> piss with the boys on Mars every day. You got to make it sound worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to live on the libertarian drank... hellhole, that's on you. Have you ever drank piss in zero gravity? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good question. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more thing, just so I think a quick mention. Uh, Kamala Harris and renowned sexual predator Bill Clinton are holding a talk oh, about yeah. the pandemic's uh, impact on women. Oh, yeah. That's cool. It's... Bill Clinton's going to open that shit up like my good and innocent like, friend I Jeffrey. I haven't seen a woman in months. <laughs> Bill Clinton's going to be like, I was talking to my good, innocent, and also alive friend, Jeffrey, on his private island with Chris <laughs> Tucker 
about how important it is to respect ladies, and then Kamala's gonna be like, "Oh, I like I like Chris Tucker. Rush Hour Two is my favorite movie." <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this headline on Twitter um, from the Daily Beast. We unmasked the Spring Break Joker, and he's a COVID truther. What? There's a Joker. What is that? I don't know. There's a joke, a Spring Break Joker. He's a COVID truther. And he's in Miami, giving everyone COVID. Oh, great. Just what we need. The American Joker strain spreading. <laughs> the Miami, he's like a Cuban Joker. It's just Pitbull oh, and Joker makeup. <laughs> the rapper Pitbull. And... Yeah, so I think that's the episode. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can rate and subscribe on Apple Podcast. And see you guys and ghouls on Mars. <laughs> Goodbye forever. For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east To the master